Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. The one, the only, our very own Gary Johnson, the man who taught me everything I know. 500 shows under his belt. Basically, <laughs> Gary, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, well, thanks for inviting me, actually, mate. It's really funny to be sitting in this chair. I know. Because that's how it all started when I used to co-host The Perfect Afternoon with exactly, Chris. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And how it all started when I was first on your show, yours and Chris's show. I know. And then uh, here we are now. I'm I'm able to interview you. I'm a guest on what is quite possibly the best show on the Cat 107.9 FM. Oh, yeah, just bias. (laughs) (laughs) I am, yeah. But I like the positivity. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll take any biased comments going. Absolutely. (laughs) Are you well? I am, yeah. Now, really good, really good. Good. We've had a busy morning already, haven't we? We have, yeah. We did the breakfast show Thursday is the new Friday. Which you do every morning. I do. Every yeah, morning. 500 of them. 500. Well, what's that now? 543. Madness. So, uh, and are you enjoying it? I am, actually, Megs. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, as you know, there's sometimes when you get up at quarter past five, particularly in the winter, you think, oh, do I really want to do this? But uh, no, it's always great. It's, it's once worth it once you turn that fader down, you think, another show done. Absolutely. And the messages, you know, the messages that we get in are absolutely lovely. And, you know, that was endorsed on Monday when we were celebrating the uh, the 500 show. I had some lovely messages and congratulations in. So it is. See, because we live in a gorgeous community, don't we? We do. We're very, very lucky to live in such a nice community. And I think um, COVID itself, and I hate to constantly bring up COVID, but it's so true that it really, really has. It's times like these that we learn to live again. And obviously on the breakfast show this morning, um, that song came on. And when you said it, I thought, oh, yeah, that's uh, totally true. That the community has come together so, so much. Definitely. Um, And if anything good that has come out of COVID is the realisation that, you know, life life is short. We don't know what we're going to get thrown at us. And it's so much nicer to be able to just live in the present moment, learn to love and support each other. But also we've got to learn to love and support ourselves. We do. Yeah, we do. And you know what? I mean, when you and I drive in, uh, you know, from different directions, obviously, but uh, when we drive into the breakfast show, it's interesting how many people now are walking and jogging. You know, like little clubs of five, six people yeah. running in the morning, which we wouldn't have seen 18 months ago. Definitely not. And I actually thought on the way into the studio this morning that um, it it was our first first morning of it sort of um, being a bit a bit yucky weather again, wasn't it? Mm, but there yeah. was still loads and loads of people out. And I just thought, how nice that even though it is sort of, um, you know, the weather's changing a little bit, yeah. um, that everyone's out walking the dog, running, like you say, groups, cyclists. And it's just so, so nice to see that everybody is, um, you know, enjoying enjoying the moment and getting out in the fresh air and exercising. It's so, so important. Well, I see a new dad as well run every morning. Uh, He's got the, uh, well, I presume he's got a baby in there with a (laughs) pushchair running along. He's a a chap, I don't know who he is, but uh, I always try to wave to him. Got dark hair. He's quite a... Quite a tall chap, but uh, if you're out there listening, uh, you keep up the great work because uh, uh, it's great to get the baby out in the fresh air Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, and probably gives mum a quick half an hour to get showered. So. <laughs> and put her face on. And put her face on. <laughs> Not that she needs it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Gary, tell us what you've been doing keeping yourself busy. Um, I know that over the last sort of couple of weeks, and especially the last couple of months, because I'm just drumming into you all the time, that health and wellness is so very important. Self-care, self-care, self-care. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you you've been up to recently um not just self-care but you've obviously also been doing um 
you know, a, a lot of goodness for the community and uh, raising money for charity. So tell us a little bit about it. Oh, right. Well, Megs, you know, I grew up being, as you know, very, very sporty and I played sport all of my life till I got to, like, into my 50s and um, and then I, I became quite lazy, really. And it was only recently I'm thinking, you know, you've got to change this, Gary, because this is not good. And um, I do a lot of business networking, as you know, and a couple of weeks ago I was at one networking uh, group where they want, they were doing a challenge for um, the PD. PSA, the, the dispensary for sick animals, and they were looking for people to join them, and uh, I thought, yeah, it's great. And what they were doing is that it was a cold water challenge, because one of the girls there, she's jo- d- um, joined an open water swimming club, Brilliant. which is something I really want to do. Mm. That's the next bit. So we um, we set up this uh, piece, the, the, the challenge, we had to raise £500 collectively, which we did very easily, uh, so thank you to everybody that donated. And uh, we went off into the, uh, into the across the border into Derbyshire into the Peak District oh lovely and we had a coach there called Kevin O'Brien and he was absolutely brilliant and one of the in, it, you know the, the temperature in the water was going to be around about four or five degrees Ooh. now just to give that some sort of you know sort of um, balance if you like or comparison in a in the public swimming pool in Nantwich the big pool is 24 degrees the, ba- the learner pool is about 28 degrees. Oh, um, so four or five degrees is only a couple of degrees higher than the Atlantic Ocean was the day that um, the Titanic sank. Oh, gosh. So we were going to go into this and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, what's <laughs> what this all I about? But I had heard of all of the benefits that, you know, this cold water sort of stuff does for you. But I have to say, we, we didn't just go straight in. Uh, what was really interesting, we had to learn to bring breathe properly first. Mm. Now that might sound stupid. <laughs> of course. It, you know, <laughs> but one of the things that Kevin was telling telling us all is the fact that over history from prehistoric man etc we've because back in prehistoric time you know they grunted to communicate kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But they most of their breathing is done through the nose. And what Kevin said, you know, he said, look, we only need to use the mouth for eating, speaking and drinking. Or, you know, in, in whatever order. That's all we need to use them for. We are, you know, today we don't breathe properly. In fact, he goes on to say, and there's a book that I'm reading called Breathe at the moment by uh, James Nestor, that he's got a chapter in there. We are the worst breathers, if you like, in the animal kingdom. Mm. So there we are on the riverbank, you know, you're kind of thinking, oh, come on, let me get into the water. <laughs> so, uh, but we're lying on, on mats and, and, and we're doing this bre- these breathing exercises, you know, in through the nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth. And we got to the stage is that you would breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth and then hold. So we did that four times you know, in various stages. The first time we held our breath for 30 seconds, second time a minute. Third time, minute and a half, and the fourth time was two minutes. In fact, I kept mine going, and I got just short of two minutes, 30 seconds. Brilliant. Holding my breath, you know. So, But it was good, because that's the first thing that you do, isn't it? If you go into freezing cold water, first thing you'll go, (gasps) exactly. And you lose your breath, and you Mm. panic, etc. So uh, we'd done all of that, and then we went into the uh, the water, and he was was reminding you to, to breathe properly. And we were in there, and it was, do you know, it was so exhilarating. 
racing. Mm. And he was telling us things like, you know, he was talking something about the um, the vagus yeah. uh, vein or the back of your head kind of thing. Yeah, how the nerve. cold water, the nerve, that's it. That How the cold water opens that, you know. And it's much better for the brain and, and all of that. Um, so, yeah, we turned, we were in that water for, well, I personally was in the water for the best part of 20 minutes, about 18 minutes. Because uh, I said awesome. to him, I said, how long would I stay in for before I was do- dying of hypothermia? <laughs> and it was about 35, 40 minutes yeah. before hypothermia would start set to set in. Yeah. But I've got, I've got to say, Max, and just the little tricks, you know, like in the morning when you have a shower, um, yes, you have your warm shower, your hot shower, do your hair and, you know, wash yourself, etc. But for the last minute and a half, stick it on freezing cold. Definitely. And the change has been immense. Yeah, you feel, um, I sometimes think when you come out of the shower, sometimes you can feel like a bit hot and bothered because you've obviously, you've, you've blasted a lot of heat all over yourself, haven't you? Yeah. But I, because I do the Wim Hof, as, you know, again, it's yeah. um, all about the cold water theory. And um, I always turn the cold onto a shower for the last minute. And, you you know, you sort of feel invigorated and fresh and cool and ready for the day. Absolutely. Um, and again, yeah. it will be part of the, the, the vagus nerve, obviously, opening up, releasing um, happy endorphins, um, ridding toxins. And, it, and it, it's, um, it is, it works, doesn't it? It does, you know, and surprisingly, because I'm... I, on those things, those kind of you know, those kind of guru type stuff, I can be quite cynical yeah. and and skeptical. But uh, I have to say, it's been brilliant. And also, as well, is that is making time. I mean, you always say on the on the show here, make time for yourself, and you're absolutely right. But it was like, you know, I was out in the garden the other day, just sitting in the chair and practicing these breathing exercises. And it's lovely because it actually takes you off to a different place. Of course it does. And when we were lying there on the on the riverbank, it was like all of a sudden the green kind of turned to a blue. You were so conscious of the river running, so conscious of nature, the birds singing and things like that. And it was, you just got taken off to a different place yeah you allow yourself to be to live in the present moment you you know you you switch off from the past you switch off from the future and you're just focusing on the now because your breathing is completely settled yeah so your mind is in a better state of mind which allows you to just enjoy the present moment and that is when you learn to become enlightened and um yeah it's just it's the best feeling isn't it and that is very similar to uh, meditation yeah. so you know a lot of people who meditate um like myself it's all about that breathing pattern um again in and out and holding the breath because again it's um what you know the the, the the way that it triggers and the messages it sends to the brain the relaxation um and you do you just feel very euphoric uh, you do, yeah, very much so. And, um, you know, I mean, it was one of those things. I, I felt I needed to make a change mm. in my life. As you know, you know, I've, I've had a long corporate life as well and uh, probably not looked after, you know, I've worked, it's a cliche, but I have worked hard and I have played, played hard. hard. Mm-hmm. And that was probably beginning to take its toll. Um, and of course, now that I have a new grandson, you think, well, Do. you know what? I need a few more years on this, on this that earth is. if I, if I possibly can. Um, yeah. And I, I was just absolutely absolutely flabbergasted how much of a change you could make by breathing properly it's just unreal Madness, just unreal it? it is yeah but 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 brilliant yeah absolutely brilliant i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad you're, <laughs> I'm glad you're seeing things my way now gary well there is that yes so, so. <laughs> well, what have you got coming up then because i know that you're also challenging yourself to do some walking aren't you Which is well fun. walking cycling and rowing ah. so as you know we're uh, we're great um sp- uh, supporters of uh, carol salmon and the mid 
Cheshire Hospital Charity. So uh, Carol's got a new um, uh, a new event which is already running. It started on Monday, uh, so I need to get my skates on. And it's for the Children's Emergency Care Appeal Amazing. at uh, Leighton Hospital. She does a fantastic job there. And one of the prizes in the raffle, for example, is to co-host uh, the breakfast show with us. Lovely. So, or indeed the sports show, which, whatever people's kind of bag is, if you like. But you've got to you've got to do something between the 21st of June and the 5th of July. So I'm looking to do um, 150 miles on my bike or indeed my rowing machine uh, on indeed walking. And that's going to be obviously for the uh, the emergency care appeal because what that's going to do, they're going to have in the children's area, they're going to have like an interactive floor. And Carol's tried it. So what you can do in actual fact is that you stand on it and you could be walking through a field. You know, so if you think you're 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 a child, you're long term in hospital. This kind of brings kind of virtual reality to in. you, yeah. yeah, which will which will be brilliant. So I'm looking forward to that actually, Megs, and j- just hope that's a start because you know back in the day I did do a lot of stuff. You know, I, I, I did I climbed Mont Blanc for for charity. Um, I've run the uh, Great North Run several times for charity and and things like that. So yeah, it was a kind of time to sort of get back into everything Take and. Yeah, make a change. And I think you have to want to do it, don't you, yourself? You do, yeah. You know, it's got to be, you've got to have that purpose and you don't need it to be a chore. Not at all. Uh, but, uh, but I have to say with the stuff, you know, this, um, I mean, I'll just leave you with one final quote from this book on, uh, from James Nestor. Mm. It says, no matter what you eat, how much you exercise, how skinny or young you are or wise you are, none of it matters if you don't breathe properly. I totally And I find that absolutely incredible. It really is. Well, thank you so much. No, thanks for inviting me. (laughs) It's been lovely to have a good old chat with you. (laughs) Um, And um, being as the full moon is out, you've picked a... Very apt song, Gary. I'm very impressed. Well, the, any listeners to The Breakfast Show will have heard me say is that, you know, on, on the BBC's, like, Desert Island Discs, yes. you get eight songs to pick. And uh, if I was ever desi- uh, on a desert island, I'd want a Swiss Army knife. Uh, I'd probably want something like the Encyclic- uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. Um, but of my eight songs, this would be top of the list. And it is, as you say about the full moon tonight, <laughs> it is Wishing on a Star by Rose Royce. Thank you very much. Go to listen.com. This is thecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.